Hello and welcome to the Building Confidence podcast brought to you by KPMG, where we explore a range of issues which impact on stakeholder confidence in governance, corporate reporting and audit. I'm Phil Smart. I'm a senior client lead partner at KPMG in the UK, and I'm your host for this episode. Today, I want to explore AI and how businesses can harness the power of evolving technologies to achieve an audit which delivers quality, provides fresh insights and can ultimately help to shape the future of business. I'm joined by Matt Campbell, the Chief Technology Officer for Audit in the UK. In his role, Matt leads the Clara Analytics team, a team that's responsible for delivering data analytics audit work on all UK audits and oversees the development, deployment and usage of technology across the UK audit practice. He's joining us today to share what the future of audit looks like and how we and others are using cutting edge technology, automation and AI for audit and assurance engagement to manage risk and to obtain assurance. Welcome, Matt, and thank you for joining us today. Uh, thanks, Phil. It's great to be here. So, Matt, let, let's uh, kick straight off. Obviously, art artificial intelligence or AI is a bit of a buzzword at the moment. We hear it more and more in the market when it comes to transformative technology. It'd be really great to start by unpacking what you really mean when you say AI. Yeah, thanks, Phil. And rather than, I guess, giving you my definition of the term AI, I'm going to start by giving you an example of what we're doing at KPMG in this area. For me, helping understand the problems we're addressing with this technology helps bring it to life and make it much more than just a buzzword. So, so that example I want to explain is around anomaly detection. So we're using something called feature engineering to detect outliers in data. It really does shift the dial on outlier detection as it learns normal behaviours and then looks for behavioural outliers across the different data elements. But what does that actually mean? Well, KPMG Clara AI can identify users that usually don't post entries, then suddenly do, or post on work days, then suddenly post large amounts at weekends, or post in regular intervals, for example, during a period close, and then suddenly post outside that pattern. And there's lots of other examples. But the difference here is we aren't setting the rules up front and looking for exceptions to those rules, hoping to find something that's unusual. We're actually using the models we've built to tell us what's unusual about the specific data set we're looking at. And we're essentially using that to help us find the needle in the haystack. Now we're applying this technology across anomaly detection, document and text recognition, trend analysis, and even when supporting the extraction and translation of data before we actually perform that analytics. Now, all of this uh, in my mind supports audit quality. It helps better identify high risk transactions and allows us to focus our risk assessment and obtain audit evidence over really large complex sets of data. Okay, well, well that, that, that makes sense, Matt, but if I were to put you in the shoes of a, a CFO or, or say an audit committee chair, what questions would you be asking if an auditor came up to you saying that they wanted to use AI as part of their audit? So I'd really encourage them to ask what it means in practice and how does this make a difference and what will the impact on the audit be as a result? For example, how is that artificial intelligence supporting the audit team in making better judgments or highlighting new risks? But I think for me, a really, really important point is an area we're spending a lot of time on at KPMG, and that's around explainability. So we need to make sure that when we're using things like artificial intelligence in audit, we're not relying on it as a black box. We need to understand why the technology or why the AI may be highlighting certain items and trends. 
if you go back to the example I gave earlier, um, we want to know exactly why those transactions have been pulled out as unusual, rather than us going to management and saying, oh, can you help us understand this one? Our, our black box has told us it's unusual. And I think if we go um, in a step further into that example, one of the algorithms we're using for anomaly detection is the algorithm Google originally created to rank search engine results. But we want to go a step further and get the algorithm to tell us why it's ranked a journal as the riskiest. What features of the journal caused that? Was it the user, the account it was posted to, the timing, or was it a combination of those things? Or maybe a change compared to the normal patterns that we've seen. But all of these things are items that a traditional rules-based approach or the human eye would not usually pick up. And this helps the auditor, but also helps management in their response to the points the auditor raises with them. And the third point would be, I would really encourage them to ask what it means in terms of interaction with people. To me, it's so important to have people working with technology like AI, and it prompts deeper thinking and more challenging audits rather than removing people from the loop entirely. And so that's the, the, the challenge I would be raising. Some really interesting points there, Matt, and, and some food for thought for, for, for both CFOs and audit committee chairs. Thinking about the other stakeholders which are impacted by technology, what would you see the big impacts are in, in, in terms of investors and what should they be thinking about? Yeah, so I think it should drive questions around the expectations of an audit. Um, for example, they should be thinking about what's the art of the possible with technology and the impact on the expectation of the assurance a company should obtain. Um, and to me, there's a question on when will we start seeing a demand from stakeholders for formal assurance over things like algorithms and AI models? There have been some very public examples of where companies have got things wrong and soon there'll be many fundamental parts of business operations that are dependent on artificial intelligence or, or data science models, as well as things that could ultimately impact customer health and safety, the planet, for example. I, I think the stakeholders, um, investors should be thinking about whether they get enough transparency on the audit approach. So is technology like AI being used in the audit or that assurance that their company are getting? And I think it's sort of stepping back from the, the audit perspective, investors should also be considering how the companies they invest in are best using technology to support their internal lines of defence. Often companies focus their investment in AI on growth strategies or customer focus, frontline operations. And often the investment in AI to support governance, risk and compliance is typically under-prioritised. I think parallels can be drawn when I talked about um, that expectations on an audit is increasing. At the same time, expectations of management will also increase in terms of how they manage and control the business. And investors can also be challenging companies on how they are using advanced tech like AI or other data to get ahead and gain competitive advantage on things like ESG. For example, earlier this year, Unilever and SAP announced they're working together on a blockchain solution to track Unilever's impact on deforestation. And again, there's a link back to audit here as companies will need sophisticated assurance providers to make sure that that technology is reporting accurately. Thanks, Matt. So I think some some very different questions that, that investors could be uh, could be asking of, of their uh, of their investees in, in the future in relation to this area. I guess people listening to this thing could be thinking, well, well, this makes a lot of sense in theory, but I guess it would be interesting to delve a little deeper into what it really means in, in practical terms. And perhaps you could bring that to life uh, a bit for us and, and let us know in your opinion, how, how can companies get the most out of technology? 
so for me, a key point is being one step ahead of your auditor. And, and we see some companies already starting this journey. We talk about the technology that they're using an audit, but companies should be leveraging this technology themselves to realise those competitive advantages. They don't want to wait for an auditor to spot an issue when they could be leveraging that technology to build into their own lines of defence in the company. And I mentioned some companies starting this journey. We had a case very recently where we delivered a suite of analytics as part of our audit and the debate in the audit committee on the insight this provided into how processes and controls were operating led to um, discussions across the company in the various lines of defence as to how management can now implement similar analytics themselves. Uh, I expect we'll see more of this in the future. And as I'm part sure of this, it will. Oh, sorry, uh, <laughs> go on. Sorry. <laughs> um, as part of this, companies will need to be thinking about the skill sets that they would have in their organisation. I think you touch on a, on a very interesting point there. This is not just about the technology, is it? it, it it's around how people use it and, uh, and integrate it into their their day to day lives. So uh, what do you think technology means for, for, for the workforce? Well, for me, technology like AI can do so much more than automating simple tasks. It can support other areas of the audit, helping auditors make better judgments and challenge management. But in my mind, I've always said that technology won't completely replace people. And we need technology to supplement and empower um, people like auditors. We need that technology to be intuitive and easy to use, though. So if we think about companies like Apple or Amazon, Google or even Uber, all of these have got AI embedded and they use AI to make their services better and better every day. And we aren't even aware of it. And that's our ambition uh, within KPMG Audit, so that auditors can focus on using the technology to make better decisions rather than spending the time understanding how to use it. And it links to that explainability point I made earlier as well. But the skill set is a real challenge and the auditor of the future will have a different skill set to the ones of the past and it will incorporate audit skills alongside data and system understanding as well as data science. And we'll need to continue to have that expert knowledge around industry specialism and accounting standards as well. We'll also need humans to provide the softer skills, creativity, curiosity and scepticism, particularly in a world where we could get very used to algorithms making decisions for us uh, and there's a risk that those algorithms could become biased in a way we wouldn't expect or, or want them to so for me i think um there is a point around making sure we've got the right skill sets in the workforce as we move forward but we're getting technology and people working in harmony together is the the real future and and coming at this from a from a slightly different angle clearly audit is a is a heavily regulated um uh, uh, industry and and so we clearly need to be considering things such as data privacy regulations when, when it comes to the handling of data T to what extent does that come into play when, when we're looking at audit technology you're absolutely right the the main thing is we need frameworks to manage this um covering things like ensuring as an audit firm we only obtain the data we need from an audit and that there are appropriate controls in place over how that data is used and governed uh, and the primary purpose is supporting audit quality uh, and as part of this we have to think about things like the ethics behind ai and the risk of data bias and again we're going to have the right framework supporting the design and development of ai because people naturally come with all sorts of cognitive biases whether that's conscious or unconscious uh, and we see those biases in our behaviors and when you've got humans designing or training ai solutions we've got to make sure we've got the right appropriate steps in place to manage that bias and then the impact it would have on the solutions that, that are developed thanks matt well we're almost out of time now but before i, I do let you go what, what would be your advice on how businesses can prepare for the future in terms of technology so 
it, it sounds obvious, but planning your own digital transformation. And I think that means being aware of the technology changes that are coming and, and don't be daunted by buzzwords. The pace of change is so fast and it will be upon us before we know. Um, for example, there was a recent report that KPMG issued where 61% of respondents expected to embrace new technology platforms within two years, including things like Metaverse and Web3. With all that coming, you've got to make sure we've got the right focus on that upcoming technology so that we're ahead of it um, and own that change and not have the change done to us. I think I really encourage companies to invest in people and change as well as technology, understanding what you want to solve with technology rather than just having technology for the sake of it. And it's really important when we're investing in change that companies need to be prepared to experiment and fail fast. And it won't be easy and it won't always work first time. And actually managing that change through an organisation will be just as difficult, if not harder, than actually developing the technology itself. Well, unfortunately, that's all we've got time for in today's podcast. But Matt, thank you very much for coming in and sharing your thoughts. It's, it's really great to hear your views on, on what's clearly a very topical and, and fast moving area. I guess my, my key takeaways from what we've covered today are, firstly, AI is a technical area um, and, and it is important to see through through some of that those technical details and see through the jar, jargon and understand exactly what's being referred to uh, when, when a specific term is being used. Secondly, it's not just about the, the, the technology itself. Companies need to make sure they're focusing on, on people as well as the technology investment to drive uh, the greatest benefits. But finally, the, the potential benefits are clearly huge if companies get get their use of technology right. So it's certainly an area that's worth focusing on. We've got many more great guests in future episodes who are very passionate about good governance, ESG, technology and other areas. So please do subscribe to our podcast to get alerted to when new episodes are published. Thank you and goodbye for now. We can endlessly debate about our future, but now is the time to stop talking and start doing. ESG, environmental, social and governance, embeds positive impact into our actions, not just around climate change, but the whole fabric of society. At KPMG, we have the knowledge, ability and experience to guide business leaders to drive real change. ESG is now. Are you with us? Search KPMG ESG to find out more.